welcome to Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations, where we help people explode into their lives through full impact mindfulness. The only admission fee is the honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness to try. And in this episode, my friends, we're going to try to help people base their choices and based on facts rather than beliefs. So strap yourself in, welcome aboard, and let the adventure begin. Welcome everyone, I'm Jim Ellermeyer, I'm a behavioral health therapist, and today, as always, I'm joined by my good friend, co-host, and producer of this program, Mr. Mike. Hello, good to be back here once again and talking with my friend Jim. Mike, we seem to be in a divisive world where it seems that you have to take a side. Yes, yes, like peanut butter, peanut butter or jelly, right? It has more of a nasty undercurrent than merely peanut butter or jelly. Mm. So what upsets me, Mike, is when a person's cultural heritage, ethnicity, is used as some type of a slur, almost a swear word. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Like that, that people have been kind of boiled down to something like that, right? People don't understand that whether you're born in America or Canada or Japan or Africa, what color you're born, what racial class, what social economic class you're born into is an accident of birth. It seems that there are a whole groups of people out there who believe that simply because of the they had the luck of the draw to be born some ethnicity that they're better than other people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We see this all the time, and unfortunately we've seen it like so many times through history. We see it so much time through history. However, it's this hatred and slurring has become more mainstream acceptable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We see it in the political process of what we're experiencing in the United States today. And this could be a, 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 a symptom of the uh, separation of our medias, right? You know, there's been a lot of discussion about how, you know, we used to all watch the same evening news every night or one of the three evening news is every night, Walter Cronkite, something like that. And now we can uh, uh, drill down into the things that, that, that quote unquote fit us better. And, and now this creates multiple separate worldviews or embolden some of these ideas that normally wouldn't be, um, you know, seeing the light of day like they are now. I'm particularly concerned and upset and often angry at the vilification of the Jewish race. Mm-hmm. When they call someone a Jew, it's like they're a bank robber or they're some scum of the earth or they're a horrible person, which is absolutely... <clears throat> when someone calls somebody a Jew... It's like they're using it as some type of a derogatory term, like they're, they're defective. However, Mike, I don't think people understand the origins of the Jewish religion. It's not only a religion, it's a race. It's an, eth- it's an ethnicity of people. Uh, the origins of Judaism, Mike, go back over 3,500 years Judaism, as we know it today, emerged from the beliefs and practices of the people known as Israel. And Judaism can trace its origins to the covenant that God made with Abraham and his people. Abraham came from Samaria, Mesopotamia. 
long, long ago in the misty depths of time. What we know is kind of the Iraq area of uh, of, of of the Middle East now, right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. And Abraham was a herder, a very wealthy man as far as possessions go. When he was moving his uh, moving his tribe, his people, all of his herds around, he and his wife Sarah were growing. They were elderly, very elderly. In fact, Sarah was far beyond childbearing age, and they didn't have an heir. There was no one for Abraham to pass off of his holdings on to. It was very concerning. So his wife convinced Abraham that he should lay with her handmaiden, Hagar. And he did, reluctantly or unreluctantly, we don't know. And so they had a child, a son, called Ishmael. Well, shortly after that, according to the Bible stories, the angels came to him and told him that his wife Sarah was going to conceive a child, that God granted him that favor. So Sarah became pregnant at an advanced age and had a son named Isaac. So Sarah became very jealous and envious as Ishmael was Abraham's firstborn. So Sarah convinced Abraham to send Hagar and Ishmael out into the desert to die. So there's Hagar and Ishmael out into the desert, and Hagar prayed to God. And what happened was angels came down and gave them substance and food. So the Muslim faith traces their origin to Ishmael. The prophet Muhammad is a direct descendant of Ishmael. So the deity that Hagar prayed to was Allah. So there we have the Muslim part of the Abraham Abrahamic faith. So we also have the Christianity as Jesus in the Christian Bible was a direct lineage of King David. King David can trace his lineage to Abraham. So where we have so there we have the Christian part of the Abrahamic the Abrahamic tree. So we come to Judaism. So Abraham, Isaac, they were the ones who actually started the Jewish faith when with Moses and the the Israelites and all that's where that's where they came from because God made a covenant with Abraham that he was going to give them a promised land. So that's where the Jewish faith come from, okay? And actually, the vilification of the Jews began with the Gospels. Can you think why? Uh, we're talking about the Christian Gospels. That's correct. Okay. So and so we're talking about New Testament. We're talking about post Jesus, right? And we're talking about like the first couple of uh, uh, centuries of 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 post Jesus, right? 
Correct. Okay. So, I mean, it, it, you know, you can think of, think of now, like you kind of need a bit of an enemy in order to build a new, you know, build a new cause, right? What we, what people I think forget or conveniently forget is that Mary was a Jew. Mm. Joseph was a Jew. Jesus was a Jew his whole life. Right. He died a Jewish individual. Mm-hmm. There was no Christianity because no. it's all based on him. In the feast, so he was something else before that. The Last Supper, Jesus was with his disciples, all devoted Jews, and they were celebrating the Feast of Passover when the angel of death passed over the Jewish homes in Egypt and smote the firstborn of the Egyptian race. That's They were celebrating a Jewish feast. And actually, I'm not sure where this exists, but uh, the placard supposedly on the cross said, King of the Jews. Okay? So there was Pontius Pilate, who the Gospels whitewashed. Okay? They had... The, the, the Gospels don't agree on most everything with each other, but particularly the Gospel of John, which was one of the last ones written, was written around 100 A.D., okay, or C.E., common era, what they refer it to now. And at the time, the Romans were persecuting Christians. Persec- if you would have asked Jesus if he would have considered himself a Christian, he would have had no idea what you were talking about. So at the time, the Roman emperor was persecuting Jews, okay? And that gospel was written to mollify the Romans saying, hey, you're the good guys. It's the Jews that caused all this trouble, that caused all these this fight, not, not the Christians. Now keep in mind at the time, there was a rift between two Jewish communities, okay? There was uh, James, who was the brother of Jesus, uh, had a Christianity type of meld of Judaism and Christianity, and he operated out of Jerusalem, eventually was stoned. And then there was the Apostle Paul, who I have no idea why he calls himself an apostle, because he never met Jesus. He claims to have had some visions. So he's the one, actually, there's many people who believe that Christianity should be termed Pollyanity, because he makes up the majority of the New Testament. Kind of makes it, up the rest of the uh, the rest of the rules, rest of the uh, 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 pulls it the rest of it together. Rules right? is a good term. Mm-hmm. Okay, the four central beliefs of Judaism are monotheism, the belief in one God, equality, social justice, and fairness. So, so here comes they're writing these gospels, and in the Gospel of Matthew. It says that it, he writes that Pilate washed his hands in front of the crowd and announcing that I am I am innocent of this man's blood. It's on your it's on you. And according to Matthew's gospel, which was written by obviously not a man named Matthew, no one was named Matthew then. Um, the Jewish people shouted in response, "Let his blood be on us and on our children." And it's one it's that that statement that really started the. Uh, the vilification of the of the Jewish people, and 
And in John 8, 44, John states that Jesus said to the Jews, you are of your father, the devil. Would that sound something that would come from a Jewish person? No, no, that would be really contradictory if that's that's actually something that came out. Because, I mean, I mean, him and all of his disciples are all, again, like you said, Jewish. It's the Gospels that vilified the Jews. So, mm-hmm. here we come to Pontius Pilate, who is written in these, some Gospel stories, as the good guy. Mm-hmm. Pontius Pilate was the procreator, the governor of uh, Judea from... Um, Common Era 26 through 36. And he was there to enforce the, have you ever heard the term Pax Romana, Roman peace? The Roman peace meant kill everybody that disagreed with you. Okay, that's that's how they enforced the Roman peace. So here's Pontius Pilate, and they controlled Judea. They wanted to collect taxes. They were the ones who controlled who would, who would be the Jewish high priests. They controlled everything. Uh the robes that the Jewish high priest wore on these special occasions, the Romans kept them and and passed them out to people. They passed them out when the, the time was coming. Okay, so here's Pontius Pilate, who was a horribly brutal man. He crucified many people. He condemned people to death every single day. Okay, and in fact... He was so brutal, as brutal, Mike, as brutal as the Romans were, and they were brutal. Pontius Pilate was so brutal that he was recalled as governor. <laughs> he was recalled. So he was too. He was told too too rough for the rough people. He was too bad for the bad people. Yes, yes. And he was he was recalled. Mm-hmm. So. This stuff about him washing his hands, declaring him an innocent person, and this fairy tale about a this this fairy tale about Barabbas being released. There, they had a custom that uh, they would release someone uh, that never existed. That wasn't that wasn't part of the Roman culture. It didn't happen. So a lot of these things were made up to vilify the Jewish people, okay? And so what do we do? We view these people. They start to become known as uh, less thans. They start to be known as a corrupt race. Uh, They got to be known as uh, avarice, money grubbers. Uh, And at some point, a fairy tale again was passed around in Europe that there was a cabal of Jewish financiers that controlled the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, which yep. is which has definitely evolved over the years. <laughs> which and again is absolute nonsense. Okay. Yes. yes. So twelve thirty one actually began the start of the Inquisition, uh, the Jewish persecution. Uh, it, it, what it started in twelve thirty one, Pope Innocent the third. Oh, what a name. Uh, appointed the first inquisitors of heretical depravity. And of course, if you weren't a confirmed Christian, then you were a heretic, of course. And in 1492, I think everybody remembers that date, the Spanish and the Portuguese Inquisition began, and it led to mass. In fact, Spain and Portugal 
led to mass persecutions and the expulsion of all the Jews. In 1492, Spain expelled all the Jews from its border. Hmm. Could you imagine what it was like being a Jewish person? Like, just to be told, like, just because of who you are, like, you can't be here anymore. That's, that's and correct. I'm, and I'm sure they were not uh, expelled in the nicest of ways. The Jewish people have had a history of persecutions. They were held captive in Egypt. They were held captive. Nebuchadnezzar held them captive in Babylon. Uh, Cyrus the Great was the one who, who freed them from captivity. In, in there. And the state of Israel wasn't formed until 1948. 1948. So here we are sitting here today, and the Jewish race is being vilified by people who believe that simply through an accident of birth, Mike, that they're more, they're better and more superior than other people. Mm -hmm. Could you help me understand that? whatever makes them feel better i guess right i mean it's it's it, you, again you always have to have an, an enemy to get to, to push your cause and and that's i don't know it's un it's unfathomable for those of you who would like a little bit more explanation on this in episode 350 mike we explain the definition of fascism socialism and communism we recently sent out a tweet that said, if you identify as a Christian, please understand that Jesus' message is one of love, compassion, and forgiveness. And if those aren't involved in your life, we suggest that you question your religious identity. As you can tell, this is a rather somber podcast this evening. I'm trying to get this message across out there to have people base their choices on facts and not beliefs. Don't believe that you're special than someone else. If we're not all God's children, then none of us are God's children. And for everyone out there who believes that they're better than someone else simply based on an accident of birth, then here's what I have to say. Shame on you. Shame on you. And at the end of every podcast, we offer a free prescription. Fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Unplug your television and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Please do a kindness for another and a kindness for yourself. Please forgive yourself and forgive another. Invite beautiful choices and joy into your life. Till all are free, none are free. Namaste. In your life. And my challenge out there to you today is what are you missing in your life? And I'm just not talking to our dollar bills floating by. I'm not talking about uh, fire. If you're interested in flying the colors of fishing without bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait.